on 2SM and 2SM. the Super Radio Network. Sydney. Welcome to High Tide. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. And Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin, one pound to put in Mama's fridge. Where the warbler and the dragonfly knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as tins go rusty, this boyhood story had to end. Six minutes after four. Happy Sunday, everybody. Welcome along to the High Tide program. Our program is going to be jam-packed today. Looking forward to the uh, looking forward to all of the hours, but particularly looking forward to the last hour of the program. We'll tell you more about that in the program. Good morning, Captain Kieran. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. You are. Yep. You are in fine form at fine the moment. Form. Yep. Mr. Feel, Blake, feel good morning. Good. good morning. You're looking forward to the last hour because that's the hour before you go home? No, I, I've just I've become such a huge fan of Peter Sayer and he's going to join us on the program. <laughs> Every it's, it's a bit like listening to Laurie McAnally. Every time he opens his mouth, you just sit there really, really quiet and just absorb what's being said. No, he's a good boy, Peter Sayer. Yeah. He's a good boy. How was your day yesterday? Quiet one. Quiet one? Quiet one. Kieran? Yep, quiet. <laughs> Very quiet. How did Didn't you have go, a bed how, or anything? Well, I was going to say, you couldn't have a bed. Got no carrots anymore. No. <laughs> well, I, uh, Chris Lee's, I had a look at that and I thought he brought his apprentice down, uh, A. Gibbons, and uh, they picked up a race there, $30, odd $32.60, I think. Why didn't you tell us about it yesterday morning before the event? Well... It's, a, it's easier after the event when it's successful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very good at picking those sort of winners. <laughs> supposed to tell us before the event, not yeah. after the event. And incidentally, much love uh, given to uh, Carrots on our Facebook page yesterday as well, too. Um, many people wishing him all the very best and, and whatnot and, and saying how much they miss him, which is I'm sure he'd be absolutely rapt to hear that Karakasana's family are a great bunch of people. And yeah. Con... Nephew, the nephew of, of our carrots. Yes, he's a very, very, very good fisherman. I follow him on Facebook. Yeah, he likes there. his fishing. Oh he yeah, he pulls them in left, right, and centre. Yeah. It's good to see. Okay. Now, seeing Kieran didn't want to do it, I'll give you the tides. Five thirty-five, one point <laughs> five three metres. A high tide. I love it. Twelve sixteen point six six of a metre. A high this afternoon at five fifty-seven, one point two two metres, and a low this evening at eleven forty-two point six. Is that all right, Kieran? Yep. So you can't take a breath, Kieran. He jumps. He did the same yesterday with the weather. You going to do the weather? No, not until quarter past. No, no, quarter past. Yeah, the the changes have arrived, folks. I think that strong wind warning's still there for tonight. It's not going to bother us till tonight. And looking a bit lumpy tomorrow, too. That's right. I'm not going sailing. It doesn't matter. I'm hoping to be. I'm hoping to be. And for those that are with the program right through till 7 o'clock, we'll do a bit of a wrap uh, about what we think for the weather, the boating and the fishing. Mm Mm-hmm. Something a little bit different. I'm looking forward to uh, doing a bit of trolling tomorrow. That's the whole point of going out, having a bit of fun. But how do you turn around in the hurry for catch a fish? Well, that that's problematic. Yeah, how especially are you going to back up on a marlin? 
Hey, yeah. What are you going to do? You hook up a marlin? You I doubt that I'll be hooking up a marlin somehow. Lose a, lo- lose a lot of line. <laughs> yeah. Get spooled. That's cool. <laughs> Michael, Michael, give me a... I need a whole new reel of line, please. <laughs> Just pick up the phone and dial. That's the problem with the yachts. If, if they get anything decent on there, they yeah, can't can, stop, yeah. can't turn around. Yeah. And, uh, and I'll be going pit water to Sydney Harbour when I have the wind behind me, so that'll make it even more problematic. Yeah, so you run into... A- a school of but yellow you've got to have fun. Or, it's about having mackerel. fun. Lifestyles of the rich and famous. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I fail to believe that one. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back on the other side of that, we're going to catch up with Brad Ekman from Renegade Blue Water Charters. T24. It's a very sad day for me and all of us. This is the last day of talking sports. Thank you, thank you very much for educating me and listeners. You're giving us so much joy and entertainment. You guys don't realise how much of a laugh you guys give us over the years. You guys do a great show and um, you keep me company on my drive home and I can't um, think I speak for lots of listeners. I don't know anything too much about sport, but I just want to say to you guys, you've got the best show on the radio. So someone said, oh, you're off, and I went, oh, bugger. Who am I going to listen to? Been a tough show years for me, the hardest years of my life, but having that connection and listening to all the callers and talking to you guys on a regular basis just uh, reminds you who you are. Talking Sports returns in 2024. January 15th. Folks, look, I just want to thank you because you guys make the show. And we really look forward to seeing you back for our 21st year. And you've helped us make it to that 21st. A brilliant new year. And just remember that we're back. Talking Sports. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customizable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to Razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's Razorback4x4.com.au. Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian-wide registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? What happens when you turn up every dial on tomorrow's SUV? When the power of imagination merges technology and performance? When you take an SUV and give it a sleek, sporty design? A trim that takes it up a notch? And now with Blue Link connectivity with your compatible device? Hyundai Tucson Enline. Tomorrow's SUV taken to the next level. Blue Link T's and C's apply. Visit hyundai.com.au or your local showroom today. Imagine that, Hyundai. For those high-rise and difficult-access painting jobs, Skyhook Painting is the answer. Instead of using costly and unsightly scaffolding, Skyhook's expert tradesmen will abseil down your building, preparing and painting the surface as they go. So if you've got a high-rise or difficult-access painting job, get in touch with Skyhook Painting. Go to skyhookpainting.com.au or phone 0449... 849949 2SM has Sydney talking. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network, 
You're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au and Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is 13 minutes after four here on High Tide. As Alan mentioned, there is a strong wind warning current for the Hunter, Sydney, Illawarra, Batesman and Eden Coast. So be aware of that. And for Monday, they're suggesting the uh, Coffs Coast, Macquarie, Hunter, Sydney Coast, Illawarra, Batemans Bay and Eden Coast as well. The forecast for enclosed waters today, Sydney Harbour, Pitwater and Botany Bay. Northeasterly 10 to 10 knots, increasing to 10 to 15 to 20 knots in the early afternoon. Winds reaching up to about 20, 25 knots at times in the late afternoon. Seas below 0.5. And for offshore broken bay support hacking, you are looking at north Italy, 15 to 20 knots, increasing to 20 to 25 knots in the early afternoon. Winds reaching up to around 30 knots this evening. Seas around one metre, increasing to one to two metres around midday. The swell will be south, south Italy, around one metre. The general forecast is for partly cloudy. That sounds like. Let's go up to Blue Water Renegade Charters or Renegade Blue Water Charters, whichever you like to call it. I'm Lucy. I don't mind. I know exactly who Brad Eklund is. Morning, Brad. Good morning. How are you? Good. How'd you go yesterday? Uh, I did two trips yesterday. In the morning, we went out in the ocean and we caught a feed, but we sort of struggled. And then we had another fishing trip in the afternoon and we fished in the lake. And it was a uh, nice family and a good young boy. And... um, yeah, they had a great time, and we caught a really good catch of fish in the lake in the afternoon. Oh, so it, it shows you don't have to go offshore all the time, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. There's a million boats around, and he just burled it up, and he caught his bait and some yellowtail and squid, and and then we just used that for bait, and um, he caught some nice little snapper and some really good-sized tailor, and uh, we got some really good flathead as well in the lake we did, and there was a lot of boat traffic, so, yeah, we sort of done quite well, I think, for the, you know, the conditions and what was going on out there, and they were all really, really nice fish too. They were the fish that they uh, took home, so they were absolutely stoked with the good catch of flathead and some, you know, snapper and tailor in the lake yesterday. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Uh, any outstanding at all? Oh, uh, just the size of the bait and the amount of bait they were catching, like the yellowtail and the squid, that was really good, but the flathead, they were sort of... um. Yeah, they were all in between 50 and 70 centimetres, they were, and they got a few of them, that's for sure, so... That's good fish, 50 to 70 centimetres. Yeah, yeah, even the small ones were good size, they were anyway, so, yeah, the size of the flathead were really, really nice yesterday, they were, I thought. That's good. Yeah, that was a win all around, you had a nice barbecue out there for dinner as well, so... Shocking. <laughs> it's certainly a great place to. His boat is a great place to entertain. Really, it's just decked out so well. Oh, I good. fell in love with it from the minute I stepped on it. Beautiful yep. machine, and I know you've got a few upgrades too. You're working on upgrading your, your one of your freezers as well, which is oh, it's not a freezer. It's it's a room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might do some of that today if it's going to be a windy day. I'll sort of um. Yeah, get a bit of progress happening there anyway. Get the new one sorted out, hopefully. Nice. That does sound good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah. you got many spots if someone wants to book? Uh, yeah, got a few spots, mainly midweek spots at the moment. The weekends are sort of getting a little bit busy at the moment, that's for sure. So anybody likes to jump on, yeah, they can give us a buzz or whatever. Anyway, check us out on the social media. But, um, yeah, it's sort of not going too bad at the moment anyway. Catching okay. a few. 
0439-089-097 is the mobile number. What about the Facebook page? What's that? Renegade Blue Water Charters. Oh, okay. Mm. Easy fixed. Mm. Okay, Brad. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Okay. So, bye. It is absolutely a beautiful. I was having a chat. Uh, good morning to Mike James, too, and thank you for uh, your help with that computer issue uh, this morning. I was having a chat with Mike James. I reckon, like, I'm a big fan of the Newcastle area. I, I think it's a beautiful, the way they've done up, you know, the dock area and everything, I think it's fantastic. But Lake Macquarie, what a hidden treasure. It is just, there's so many places to go and see. So easy to anchor. All the wharf facilities are, you know, uh, second to none. There's free water, which you don't get in pit water. I mean, it's just a really good place. You could go and spend a month just cruising around to all the different areas, and yeah. and it's it's really picturesque. Yeah, well, don't forget the hot water outlet. I like Belmont's away. I like Belmont Sixteens. Yeah, Belmont Sixteens good. Yeah. They reckon the marina on the other sides. Uh, there was a whole conversation I was having with a group of people on Lake Macquarie fishing, and they reckon the, the yacht club on the other side's the way to go over Belmont now. Okay, so you've got two. Hey, you've got two choices. You can't That's get right. any better well, than that, can you? It doesn't get much better than mucking around in boats and just exploring different places. That's what it's all about. Absolutely, and the charts I found very accurate. You know, yeah. like all the, uh, I'm using Navionics charts, so we're, we've, and I'm using the user-defined ones, which... Okay, question for you. Have you got a subscription for those? Yes. Because this is what people do. They buy a chart and they, or a GPS, and they put one chart in and leave it. You need to update it because things change, navigation marks change, things happen. So you really need a subscription so you can get updated things all the time. And I, I know I can do it on my B&G... But it hasn't worked successfully yet. I have to still pull the chip out, pop it on my laptop, and, and update well, it. Depends it that on how way. old your BNG is. Whether it like uh, the Gar- Vulcan Seven from me. Yeah, the, the Garmin gear I've got on board. It talks to my laptop all the time through Active Captain, oh, and it, okay. it updates automatically through there. Yeah, so, I, this, the, 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 it could probably do it. I've just got to work out how to do it um, yeah. because, it, as you say, it's especially nowadays when you can use user. Um, user sonars, yes. you've basically got up-to-date charts all the time and just to be able to update it every time before you go out would almost be um, routine. Yes. Yeah. Al? Yes? Our friend Dennis Donald? Yeah, Dennis sent in a thing after our discussion yesterday. Um, as, get, as usual, he's making a complaint about fisheries, oh, which is well, my, well the, and truly you know, he It is constructive criticism, Kieran. It's not is a that complaint. what you call it? Constructive criticism, yes. It's constructive, all right, and yeah. it's criticising. Well, yeah, that's right. But he's he's saying that, you know, we should have a Minister for Fisheries and uh, Boating, which... Well, I'll, they do in Victoria. Yeah, but Victoria's not always right with everything, but this time they are. So... <laughs> But look, Duncan Gay had the right idea. He tried to raise the profile of maritime. Um, and unfortunately, now the, the current uh, systems want to downgrade that. And they scoffed all the, or grabbed all the money, which we always thought would happen with that hypothecated fund with a couple of hundred million dollars in it for boating. And that's just disappeared. Now they say, oh, you're in debt all the time. But, um, it is a problem, and I don't know how we're going to solve it. Yeah, he seems to be... Um uh, reading through what he's had to say here, quite critical and well-founded. 
Oh, look, it is. There's no problem there. The problem you have is when you've got a left-leaning government of any situation, and they've got to keep the Greens happy. So the easy way to do that is uh, appease them is to knock on fishing and boating and things like that because they want, they want to sit around the campfire and sing Kumbaya and uh, not let anyone do anything nice. Yeah, well, see, you can't do much about it. Minister Moriarty won't be back until about the end of February. I mean... Does it make any difference if they're there or not? No, probably not. Probably well, public not. servants run the place. Yeah, they're puppets, I think, these ministers. Yeah, well, they're, none they're, of them they're guided got... by their young university graduates who are their advisors. Yeah, well, look at Marin time. Yes. No, we don't need an outlet to talk to the people. Yeah. Uh, that can all be swallowed up by transport. Yes. Okay. So, hence, that's why we don't have anyone from transport on... The, on the program and fisheries is similar. Maybe if they, if they want Grant to keep not working all the time, they might uh, say, oh, look, we'll see if we can allocate somebody during the week for a pre-record. Yeah. You know? What happened to the good old days when Bob Martin and all them blokes, even Eddie O'Bead and McDonald, even McDonald, who I despise, uh, <laughs> would get off, get out of bed and come into the studio. You talked about all the tr- traditional owners of Circular Key now. <laughs> well, some of them, man. And Look, Hunters Hill. I don't know enough about the politics to have an educated opinion, but I do know that the BSO down where I where I am, where my mooring is, he's got 600 boats, right? That's one BSO. Yeah. 600 boats. So I would dare say that there are enough boat owners, just on moorings alone and marinas, that it would warrant having a minister dedicated to that and, and nothing else. I think the portfolio would be big enough. Well, look, it is. There's no doubt about that. It's billions that. of dollars turnover. Yeah. Billions. Yeah. But I don't know how you're going to solve it, Kieran. You, you, we can talk about all we want, but they, won't, they don't listen. You, well, you, we're not going to solve it with the direction of Mims and his crew. No. That's we, what I'm saying. You need a change of government before we do. you have half a chance. We do. And then... What are we repl- What are we replacing bring, them with? Bring back Melinda Pavey. That'd be good. You go. you, you're going to you're going to start the campaign. I'll bring start back the campaign. The- <laughs> I know what she'll say to me. <laughs> <laughs> the one of our long time uh, listeners yearns up on Lake Macquarie at the moment and has been doing a bit of fishing and has been sending some photos through to me. Um, he had been picking up flounder, flatties, brim, whiting, all in around one to three meters, and from six to ten meters, there's plenty of squid. Did get caught out. Yeah, I hope he doesn't mind me telling you. Yeah. Did get caught out. He's he's out with his young fella, you know, doing, you know, what everybody loves to do: go out fishing with young people and watch them catch their first fish, get the vibe and all that sort of stuff. And uh, wearing life jackets. Now, if you're solo in a boat, a, a dinghy, you've got to wear a life jacket. If you've got two people in the boat, you don't have to. Uh, but uh, but uh, yeah, you know where I'm going with this. Risk. Heightened risk. If you've got heightened risk, you must wear it. So nighttime, rough weather, offshore, that's heightened risk. Yeah, and if it's a child, that doesn't count as an adult, so you've still got to wear your life jacket. That's right. Maritime came over and said, hey, listen, blah, 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 blah. Very nice about it. Mm-hmm. Just put on the jacket and everything was okay, which I think is a great way of, of telling you that, um, you know, that they're not 
<laughs> I was going to say they're not like the police, but that's probably kind of descending to the police. It's about it's genuinely well, about safety. It's not mantra, about their mantra. Is a, you all their the mantra time. is a different level. Yeah, where the police is just about enforcement. Yes, maritime's more about education. Perfectly said. Perfectly said. So good to point that one out. We'll take yeah. a break. Okay, we'll, hang on before oh, you do that. Ronnie Abiller is up at Hadhead with all the boys. I said yesterday got some fish. Uh, that was yesterday morning from Friday. But yesterday they got uh, one of their friends got a nine point five kilo kingy. Nice. Uh, weighing that in today at Hathead Bowling Club. They've got some small uh, pearl perch, two bar cod around four kilos. So some nice fish up there. Bar cod will eat, okay. He didn't say what time to be around there for dinner. He's at Hathead. It would take you a while to get up there on the yacht. You've, got the, pl- you've got the plane. <laughs> <laughs> 26 after four. Summer nights. Has Sydney talking. So there's Donald Trump back in the news again, polarising person. He really is. His streaks ahead in the polls, and yet there are so many people who dislike him with a, with a great intensity. 2SM has Sydney talking. Oh, what a day. We've had fires, we've had floods, and volcano eruption in Iceland. Well, it's going to go anyway. Iceland's probably a good spot. It's going to be cooler over there, isn't it? I suppose some people would say that's all our own fault. Summer nights. Airbnb getting me 15 million dollar I was actually victim to this potential for compensation so I tell you what I'm hanging out for my compensation if I can try and claw back some money you know how it is I do know this is 2SM Mid-North Coast had those massive floods and wiped out so many homes especially around Lismore in that area and I'm very sorry for most of those people who are still not home 2SM has Sydney talking Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040 66 71 359. Weddings and other group functions are par for the course at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. In their beautifully appointed clubhouse overlooking the picturesque 18th Green, Twin Creeks can create an event for you your family and friends will really enjoy. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks friendly function staff on 9670 Nothing says Aussie summer like an ice-cold Bundaberg ginger beer. Coupled with backyard barbecues, sunshine and your mates. Bundaberg ginger beer is a true blue brew, a quintessential classic. Craft brewed over three days using real Aussie ginger and a traditional family recipe which has been perfected over four generations. Treat yourself this summer to the great Australian brew, Bundaberg ginger beer. 2SM, Sydney's Talking, 2SM 1269. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network, 
You're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au and Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is 29 minutes after four. Let's go to Ross O'Brien for an update and find out what's happening down at Clover. Morning, Roscoe. Good morning, gentlemen. It uh, doesn't look real promising. We've got a nor'easter at the moment, 15 to 20 knots. Um, they've got a sea around one metre, 1.1 to two metres around midday, so it's going to increase during the day from that nor'easter. Um, the swell suddenly below one metre, so work that one out. The weather will be partly cloudy all day. I can still see a few stars out the window, mate, so it won't, it's, so far it hasn't really hit. Um, the fishing, as I said yesterday, has been red hot. The boys that went out yesterday, they went out onto the fad and got a, a good turnout of um, the... They got a good round of dollies. They've also been getting a few kingies out there along the uh, 60 fathom line. A lot of big tiger flat in the back. Good pigfish, which I haven't mentioned for ages because no one seems to have been getting them. Um, and good snapper. So if you can get your boat out to 60 fathoms before the nor'easter, uh, I'd have a go at that first up, mate, and get a good feed and then wander back in a bit closer as the uh, nor'easter picks up. The inside stuff has all been the same as what I said yesterday, except up in the Murrah, they're getting more luderick than anything else. The um, All the stuff up there seems to be taken over by the luderick, so if you're a Ludwig fisherman, it would, it would be advisable to go for a walk up there. Um, um, and you can stand on there and you can cast right over into the wind banks where they are. It's quite a good spot. A lot of them are quite good. Now, the lake is been of an evening and they're getting a, a lot of fare over at the old station on the, on the south-east side. It, it, it's a good spot there. When I was a coal miner many years ago, that's where all our coal went to the old place there. Yes. But anyway. We did a lot of fishing down there when we were coal miners. <laughs> yeah, a lot. <laughs> we weren't working at the other place. We were up the hill. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that's that's a story for another day. Um, I'd still give um, the lake a run. Uh, the boys who did well there yesterday. Uh, there was a lot of people inquiring about what bait and all this sort of thing. Honestly, you just got to go to the the guys there, um, and ask the guys in the in the shops. There's a couple of good shops there, right near the lake. Of three, I think actually, and just ask them what what bait they've been selling the most of. That's the thing, you know. Um, they've been selling a lot of weed, um, and the guys that are using the weed are getting good stuff at the entrance and just the entrance side of the bridge. There's a little outcrop there that you can stand on with the kids, which would be a bad spot to start. Um, the the guys in the boats are going up over the western side, as I said before, and um, the middle of the lake around the bridge and that is uh, getting they're getting pretty good flathead. So all in all, mate, it, it's still happening down here. Uh, the only thing today is just watch that uh, normally. That could uh, pick up early. We'll just see what happens. 20 to 30 nights, got to be careful of that, guys. Great fun talking to you on the Sunday, mate. I just feel like going back to bed, which I think I will. 
And uh, I'll speak to you again next week. I feel like. Okay, Roscoe. Thanks not, for that. Not fair, Blake. You get to go back to bed. Yeah, well, we do too after about 7.30, a quarter to eight. Thanks, Roscoe. Uh, just the thing, um, when you're out boating, now, you might know because you're, you're a sparky by trade. Do you know where all your fuses are in your boat? Yes. Okay. So yes. The average person, you're saying, oh, where's the fuses in your boat or where's the fuses in your motor? Mate, well, what are you talking about? And And don't. Be careful, especially if you've bought a second-hand boat. Don't rely on if you've got a, you know, on the yacht we've got a, a panel with all our circuit breakers. Yes. Don't rely on that as being your only well, fuse in because there are fuses in line. You've got to suss them out. You've got to have fuses in line. You normally put a fuse close to where the batteries are yeah. because if something catches fire, you want that to stop back at the battery. You exactly. don't want it to run all the way through. So Fusible you, link. That's right. So if you're going to wire a boat, you want to put a fuse or a circuit breaker close to the battery. Mm. So it'll stop any fires if they, if they come about. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, uh, knowing where it is in your motor, like most of the outboards have a fuse on, on them somewhere and they'll have a spare fuse built in as well. But the other thing is, you made a good point about second-hand boats. If you buy a second-hand boat and you oh, it's got a 20-amp fuse in it, well, it might it should only be a 3 or a 5 or a 7. Exactly. So you want to find out what it is and put the right one in there. And if, it, if it's blowing that all the time, find the problem. Yeah. I, when, I, when I was doing my auto electrical course, my boss wrote down for me, because he, <laughs> he was, I think the t- we used to call them cockies, you know, the, uh, the country-style um, guy yeah, those that, that own land. Yeah. He wrote down a list of uh, the, the various... You used you know, a bit of fence wire instead of a... Well, that, yeah. that was it. He had a whole list of things and what they would, how many amps yeah. they would break at, like yeah. a nail, a screw, yeah. and all this <laughs> sort of stuff, you know. And, and, and you're right. You know, if just because there's a 10, 15, 20 amp fuse in there... A 4 mil bolt goes straight in. <laughs> straight in. Yeah. And, but the problem is it won't... Do, and I was chatting with somebody about this the other day. That if you if you buy a boat and you've got something to install, have a look at it yourself, right? Not be even if you don't install it, even if you get somebody else to do it. Have a look at look at your wiring yourself because if something goes wrong, at least you've got an idea of That's where right. to go, yes. rather than when you're bouncing around in four meter seas or something ridiculous like that. Well, go, you go back one further than that. If you've got a start fuse on your motor, which they all have. If that fuse blows for some reason, you want to put the spare in and you're at sea, do you, do you know how to get the cover off the outboard from inside the boat? Mm. Have you tried that? Yeah. And it's a good thing to practice at home with the back of the boat. So put some put something around there soft in case you fall over the back. <laughs> but um, being able to get the cowl off the motor, be able to change that fuse and put the cover back on the motor. And all of it seems like overkill until such time as something goes wrong, and that's when you need to know it within a second. Well, that's why you're trained for things, because you don't want to be doing something for the first time in an emergency. You want to know how to do it in an emergency so it becomes second nature. And when you look at what you do, flying, which is exactly that, learn everything, make it mechanical, so that... If something does go wrong in, in the flying team, you say, stay ahead of the plane. Well, it's not, not, but boats are exactly the same. Exactly the same. If you're offshore, if you have an emergency, whether it's getting into a life raft, inflating something, putting a life jacket yeah. on, you want to be able to, oh, boop, 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 done. It's not a case of, oh, how do I do this? Yeah, and with those life jackets, if you haven't put them on and you have to utilise it, 
It's a shock to your system. Well, remember we did some yeah. uh, we did Testing. some shows at, at down south and, and yep. all around the countryside, and in the early days of the inflatable life jackets, hand a person life jacket, they put that on, the inflatable, and it could take them two minutes to work out how to put a life jacket on. <laughs> you haven't got that amount of time when you're floating around in the water, and, and that frightens the daylights out of them when, when they, they go off. Cord. Yeah. yeah, and two little things, you know. I, I mean, I knew this, and that's why I checked it. Uh, it came with an infl- the, the boat came with an inflatable life jacket. How old and I thought, was it? This is good. It looked really. It looked brand new. It looked it was really well kept. Yeah. And when I looked inside it and I checked the cylinder, it was ten years old. That's and right. you could see that you could see the rust starting to form on it. So I'm okay. That's gone. Next. But if, but if you've got an old one like that, it's a good thing to put it on and inflate, inflate it just it, to like see Kieran what it said. does. Like you show said. people how it works. So you know, not bang. Oh, 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 what's going on? And get all frustrated. And also, when you you're scared like that, you inhale all the air. And yeah. You don't want that. Yeah. And I I have all of my safety gear. In a seat that's underneath my where my nav table is. A grab is. bag. More or less a grab bag. And one of the other things I do before I go out is make sure well, I open that up and make sure I haven't dumped something on top of it so yes. that if I need to get it in a rush, I can get my flares, okay. I can get to. Uh, here you go. Do you tell people where the grab bag is when you Absolutely. get it? Absolutely. And I show them where where the life jackets yeah. are, If we're, you know, even if we're just in pit water. Actually, you know you're supposed to have a little sign, don't you? Yeah. Life jackets yeah. on the side. Uh, there, and there is, but I tell you what, if you if you could walk on that boat within three minutes and spot that sign, I'll give the game away. <laughs> you know, I'd rather just say, that's where they are. Right. These are the two options we have. One goes on this way, one goes on that way. Sometimes, you know, out, out of five friends, one will look at you as if, like, really, dude, this might be overkill. I don't care if it's overkill. I don't care if you think I'm an idiot. I'd rather you walk away at the end of the day off my boat with no damage and I don't have to worry about lawsuits. <laughs> well, it's not too much lawsuits. You don't want someone you to don't have to live with it. Yeah. That's right. You know. That's what it's all about. And that's why um, the sailing boats now, after the Hobart tragedy they had in 1998, where they lost a lot of people, you have to do a sea and safety survival course before you can become a crew member on one of the boats. And that includes a 20, an overnight... 24-hour 20, race, race. Yeah. Well, not a race, just a 24-hour overnight cruise type of thing, as long as you spend 24 hours and can prove that. Oh, it doesn't have to be a race? It doesn't have to be a race, oh, okay. no. But you've got to have done an overnight... Um, on the boat and the sea and safety side, of course. But they teach you how to write a life raft, how to let flares off. They go through all the things. It's a two-day course. It's fairly intensive. And you're in with all your fowlies on in the water type of thing and uh, playing around. It's quite a gets quite uh, interesting at times. I could imagine. I remember, you know, learning to swim one of the, uh, you know, Way back in the day, one of the things they got us to do was jump in fully clothed. Oh, yes. Because it's very different to swim in jeans as it is to a costume. Well, that's right. But you put all your fowlies on. That's another added weight. Added weight. And then the life jacket's going off. And they also teach you how to repack your life jacket and and work out what your life jacket does. (laughs) But uh, trying to write an eight-man life raft is interesting by yourself. But you've got to be able to do that because you get out in an incident... And um, how to get a rope over the side and how to pull that life raft up uh, uh, is definitely Mm. worth the effort. Yeah. Except Michael and Wendy was with us and Wendy pulled it over the top of the head and that was interesting. (laughs) 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 She's not the best swimmer, but she came out of it all right. But she learnt a lot out of it. Yeah, and and that's what it's all about, you know. And it was not dissimilar to when we were talking about me doing the radio course. Having an aviation background, reasonably confident and comfortable with it, But went and did the course anyway. There was something that I picked up in that course that had changed since way back when. So right. it was worth was it. every. It was you don't use um, uh, affirmative and negative anymore. It's yes and no. Yeah, that's right. Right, and that was not the case 
yeah. way back when. And I and when they explained why, you go, okay, that makes a, a great yeah. deal of sense. So they're simplifying it to, to make it um, so that there's no miscommunication. So it's worth doing. It was worth doing. I felt it was worth doing. I didn't yeah. feel like I'd waste, wasted any time. Plus, I did it at Marine Rescue, so I got to go around and have a look at their Melrose <laughs> establishment, which was absolutely <laughs> awesome. We'll take a break. On the other side of this, Bobby Dean's going to join us. It's 19 minutes to 5. 2SM has Sydney talking. Wake up with Richard King. In your opinion, big business with price gouging is responsible for the inflation we're experiencing at the moment, Kevin. If all those people were just a little bit less greedy, how much better off would we be? Then from 9am, the king of talkback radio, John Laws. I think you're an idiot. You're a stubborn fool. Right, okay. I just thought I'd give you something to think about. Okay, well, it has. It's uh, got me thinking about stubborn fools that make stupid statements, and you're one of them. Afternoons with Brent Bultitude. What he needs to do, though, I believe, as the Prime Minister, is own up and say, look, I can't deliver on this promise. Talking sports. Weekdays from three. Happy? I know, I'm just saying. We're not talking about a pup here. He's been around for donkeys. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. They've been screaming out for help here. State government's not listening. Neither is the local council. 2SM has Sydney talking. Hi, I'm Patrick Dangerfield. How good is getting out on the water? But what if something happens to your boat or jet ski? You want to know that you can count on your insurance. That's why I choose Club Marine. Boat insurance by people who know boats. Club Marine is Australia's largest provider of boat insurance with more than 50 years experience. So if you're looking for flexible cover options, exclusive member benefits and fantastic claim service, look no further. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au and discover why boating's just better with Club Marine. TMD available at clubmarine.com.au. Read the PDS to see if this insurance Who am I? I make you laugh and sometimes cry. I'm there when you wake up and by your side each day. You can take me anywhere. I've been connecting communities for longer than you've been alive. Oh, and this year, I'm marking 100 years of providing Australians with laughs, news, sport and great music. I am Australian Radio. 100 years and just getting started. Thanks for listening. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call... Zero seven five six one nine eight one nine eight. Cobram Estate is the most awarded Australian extra virgin olive oil. And this summer, let Cobram Estate be the hero when entertaining family and friends. Cobram Estate extra virgin olive oil is fresh and full of flavour. Perfect for roasting, frying, baking, dressing salads and for dipping bread. Make your food taste even better this summer with a little help from Cobram Estate. Premium quality, great tasting and a versatile, healthy alternative. Buy in store at all major retailers. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. This is High Tide. Brought to you by Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is 16 minutes away from five. Just before we finish off your tech spot, Mr. Blake, a question for you, if I may. Yes. Normal wire or tinned? Tinned wire. 
spend the extra money if you're doing on a boat because as soon as you get a little break or any mark in it or something like that, water gets in, you get corrosion in it. Tin wire does not corrode, will corrode eventually. But nowhere near as quick. Nowhere near as quick, and it solves a lot of problems down the track. Spend a few dollars extra, tinned wire. Great advice. Yes, definitely. Good morning to Bobby Dean. How are you? Oh, I'm very good. I'm very good, and I couldn't agree more than what Alan just said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, tinned wire is the way to go on a boat. Yeah, I bought a big old Clark years ago, mate. It was it had come from Tinderbine. It was actually waterways had it down there. Yes, yeah. And uh, I rewired it, and I took a twenty litre drum bolt wire <laughs> out of it because every time a wire had failed, I just run a new one. That's right. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you do it. Do it. it doesn't do it. take that long to wire up a boat like that. No, do it properly. Yeah, you just do it the once. That's it. That, you know, you're talking about your life jackets and that and testing them and the like. The thing is, you know, if they leave it overnight, and, well, I don't agree with that at all. The simple fact that, you know, a change in temperature will change the way it... Oh, it will, it will change. It will only change it slightly. It's not going to deflate completely. Oh, well, Alan, yes. you get a milk bottle, rinse it out. Yeah, so it just feels, you know, it's a bit movable. Put it in the fridge. For yes. five minutes, ten minutes, it will deflate. Oh, well, de- it deflates a certain amount. It doesn't it'll deflate 100%. But, yeah, a, a life jacket that has a small pinhole in it will go down in the matter of hours type of thing. Oh, yeah, the diurnal changes um, are constant. So what it is now, if you do it at midday, tomorrow at midday should be the same. Well, that's only if the temperature's the same. Or give or take. It's, it's pressure-related yeah. more than temperature. Like if, if I open something at the aircraft at 8,000 feet, by the time I get in the ground, if I've closed the bottle at 8,000 feet, there's only half of it there. And the other way around, if you a packet of chips at 8,000 feet will want to burst on you. Yeah, just whack it in the bath, mate. It'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Long, yeah. you know, once you've got it inflated, put it underwater, you soon tell. All you can do is air safe test. Yeah, but then you're introducing water onto the bottle and it starts to corrode and things like that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, hang on. Yeah, but uh, you do want a, a thing like that, mate. It's like you said, old bottle, use it to inflate. Yeah. yeah and that's, if anybody that's doesn't know how quick they go up, mate, I can assure you, if it goes up off, uh, unexpectedly, yeah. it frightens the crap out of you. Yeah, that's right. Okay, how's the fishing going? No, the fishing's pretty good, mate. <laughs> Uh, you know, like in the salt water side, you know, I was chatting to mate Ian up at Fisherman's Bend up there, and he said there's flathead from one end of that creek to the other. Yeah. You know, and some really nice fish. But uh, the freshwater side's been pretty good too. Uh, trout in the Northern Rivers, you know, they, they benefit from all those storms, but, you know, that would help cool the water for, you know, a few days. But, uh, you know, it's typical. You, know, you get a few really, really hot days, you get a bit of you know, stress in the fish. Like BJ said there a few weeks ago, just leave the fish alone, mate. They don't handle it. Unless you're going to catch and kip, cook. You know? But, um, you know, places like you know, we were talking yesterday, um, with Arrowing, you know, having the fish kill. Um, I'd be interested to see how it's fished since. Um, I've always been fishing. Yeah, okay. Overon has been patchy. But now, you know, I watched, checked out the parametric yesterday. It's sitting at about 1,024. 
should be good. Yeah. Um, Wangler, Barrandong, Barrandjack are all fishing pretty well for natives. Um, and the Snowy's all fishing really well. I noticed Tantagra is sitting up at 19%. Gindabine is at 70 And Yukamine's at 62 Okay. And, uh, you know, you're talking about the government and having no respect for anything. Well, the the water live site where I used to get all lake levels and the like, it's been down now for a couple of months. Yeah. And I had a look at the fish mart at the other day, and it's down now too. And I checked with my nephew, he, he's, he's is the same. You know. Yeah. And, uh, they don't, you know, it's called disinformation, don't give you any. No, they don't. They don't see any votes in it, so they don't do it. Yeah, well, like you mentioned, Victoria. You know, look at the infrastructure they put in over the last few years. Yeah, but in one thing too, Victoria is a much smaller state than what the size of New South Wales is. That makes oh, it much yeah, easier got a for them. Population. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But here, all right, you can get some funding, the councils. But, uh, you know, they don't really... Hey, it could be worse you live in Queensland, go without power for a week and a half. Yeah, yeah. And, hey, it could be another week before they get anything on. Yes, yes, which is a shame. I do feel sorry for those people who think Christmas ruined by that bad weather yeah. than incompetence by the government. Yeah, well, you know. You know, they spend money on stupid things. And then, you know, what really matters, like hospitals and the like, uh, neglected no votes in that. I'll, I'll give you an example. We were talking prior to going to air with Alan, right? And we're talking about the money and how transport swallowed up so everything, like especially marine, maritime. And Al brought up the fact, he said, well, you know, we pay all this duty out for fuel, but... There's nothing, no charge whatsoever coming towards electric cars. Who, what, what is going to happen with the electric car What's on the roads? The, who's paying for the roads? Who's going, how are they going to pay for the roads? Yeah, well, in Victoria, they tried to tax it, and then they lost that in court. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know whether they have a, a special charge on the charging stations or what. No, that's all well, renewable energy. You can't do that. Well, yeah, well four-wheel drives chew up the road more than normal cars, so they should pay extra if you're going to go down that road. Well, hang on, we'll get yeah. an electric four, electric four-wheel drive car. What are you going to do then? He get he get he doesn't get he doesn't get a, a, a levy because he's not using the fuel, so he saves there. But he gets hit because <laughs> he's a four-wheel as drive. You, I've got no, no problem with. As you brought up, they're like push bikes; they pay for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Kieran's yeah. on his bandwagon. Oh, yeah. yeah. No Thanks, Bob. Boys. Thank you. Much appreciated for that, Bobby. <laughs> Firing Kieran up like that. Oh, that's not hard to do, mate. I know. I know. I know. I just mentioned push bikes. Don't worry. I'm right with him. <laughs> I, I would love to tell him that on Christmas Day, a young guy by the name of Isaac, who was from Sydney when I was out on Lake Macquarie, came past on his jet ski and offered to take everyone for a little bit of a run on Christmas Day, which I thought was wonderful, a beautiful thing to do. And, yes, people don't look at me like that, Blakey. He, he must, had life you jackets. Must, you must have had young women on board right? in bikinis. <laughs> yeah. And, and, 
and I thought, oh, Kieran would love this. I found a really decent, nice guy <laughs> who's got a, a personal watercraft. There you go, Kieran. They oh, are out there. I had one. Uh, I rode them way back when they first came to the country with Andrew Short. They were standing up. We had the Yamaha because yeah. uh, Kawasaki was the first one. Yes, that's right. The stand-ups. Yeah, yeah. Mm. super jets. Yeah, they were great for wave jumping. Mm. Yeah, well, and yeah. then they brought in a license to drive such things. Yeah. Well, that was because yeah. of another way to make more money. How stupid these people are! You go down the picnic point and the four knots on. Like years ago, when they had the boat shed there, that was the first place they tried the cameras on the roof of the boat shed. Remember us talking about it? They put one up. Now they're in various spots on the Georges, especially around River Road. And mm. the idiots there, mate. Some will be doing thirty knots through there, weaving in and out boats or donuts around them. You know. Bob, I think for memory, um, our eighty odd people got booked one weekend. Oh yeah, around that's not unusual. Point. Not unusual. What I, what I love is the no wake zones because they can do 140 and not create any wake. Yeah, but that's fair <laughs> enough. That's no wake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like a, like a, a boat uh, doing eight knots will make say a metre high wave. If he's doing 30 knots, it might only be 300 mil high. So yeah, it does yeah. the job. Yeah, you've got to know the difference between a no wake zone and a no wash zone. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. But, uh, anyway, that's um, yeah. That's one of those things I might slip up over on. The next few days, while his barometric pressure still high, my nephew tossed it up where he was going to go, whether go to Wallace or Abram. So you know, it's one of these choices. Yeah. You know, he fished up at you know Split Rock and keep it. And over Christmas, he took a couple of the boys up. You know, he got fish. But uh, the boats on the boats are doing much better than the bank account people. Okay. Thanks for that, Bobby. We'll talk to you oh. right next Saturday. We'll let you get back to you sitting in your bath with your life jacket on, mate. Who said I'll be sitting <laughs> in the bath? <laughs> Have a good week, Bobby. Cheers, mate. I'll be outside with the beer. <laughs> okay, see you, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby oh, Dean there. Uh, report from Jason Isaac, Ned Kelly's Bait and Tackle 42 Gordon Street at Port Macquarie. On the beaches, the redweed's still present on most of the beaches, unfortunately. Although it does move around with the wind and the currents, if you can find clean water, there are tailor, whiting and brim about. The rocks, tailor and brim at Plummer, tailor at the lighthouse and a few Ludderick at Shelley's. Estuary, tailor off the north break wall. Flathead are excellent in the upper reaches of the Hastings. Whiting and flathead still consistent at Lake Catai. As we said yesterday, it is closed at the moment. It's an eye cold, so it's not open all the time. Offshore, the Golden Lure Game Fishing Tournament starts today. And at least a few small black marlins started showing up, which is good. With a few blues and stripes also wider out. Uh, so there should be plenty of options for all. So have fun and good luck in the Golden Lure Game Fishing Tournament today. Jason Isaac, Ned Kelly's Bait and Tackle, 42 Gordon Street at Port Macquarie. Yeah, and don't forget, I'd like to welcome the people from Alice Springs and Atherton to the program as well. Yeah, we've got a, a few new, new stations. stations yeah. yeah, it's good to see. Good to see. So so nothing else. I think everyone else is... You know, Gimpy, 4GY. Yep. Inverell, 4NZ. Innisfail. There you go. You forgot Innisfail, 4KZ. That's it. Good one. That's a long way away, isn't it? Yeah, yeah my word it is. Pete Sager, <laughs> listen to that. 
coming up after the uh, five o'clock news. Laurie McAnally will join us now. It's been a couple of weeks since we've spoken to, to Laurie. So we'll see if he's had he any... He normally has good stories about some of the people who go in there for <laughs> Full contact conversations with anybody <laughs> or anything like that. PJ will be along too. We'll catch up with Mike from the Complete Angler. I know that he caught a lot of fish because his wife Julie told me yesterday. Oh. Good fish report. Oh, good to see. Good little to spy say. over here, haven't we? Oh, oh, well. He'd be lining up to go past it as soon as any crabs. Ah, well, this is true. Yes, I want to get the lobsters. Yeah, a friend of mine, yeah, Davey Munzies, Dave Munsey's son, got two lobsters the other day, one 5.8 and one 6.7. It's funny how Swanee has always got uh, crabs right up until Kieran comes into town and all of a sudden disappear. <laughs> okay, we need to break for the news. We'll be back on the other side of that. Thank you very much for joining us this morning. If you're heading out, don't forget, it's going to get a little bit lumpy later in the day. 2SM Super Network News. South Africa has launched proceedings against Israel in the United Nations International Court of Justice. South Africa have accused Israel of a genocide following their conduct in the war in Gaza. The first wind farm to be built in New South Wales in two and a half years has been approved by the state government. The 1500 megawatt wind farm is being built in the New South Wales River Arena, set to power over 700,000 homes. Immediate, independent, unbiased. There are still 11,000 properties in Queensland without power after the storms on Christmas night. Acting Queensland Premier Cameron Dick says 92% of the services have been reconnected. A ban on disposable vapes is set to be implemented nationwide from March 1st. Ben Harris from Private Healthcare Australia says the federal government should be commended for moving to ban the harmful vapes, but it will take a sustained effort to protect Australians. 2SM Super Network News. Easy Mortgages offers flexible home loans to suit whatever stage you're at. Whether you're buying a home, investing, renovating or refinancing, they'll help you compare and save. Easy Mortgages lends quickly and easily, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Visit the website, key in your details and get an answer within 24 hours. Go to easymortgages.com.au or call 1300-003-003. Australian Credit Licence Number 535-100. There's a conversation going on. It's a conversation that will never end. Radio 2SM is at the centre of it all. Connecting you to what really matters. To the issues you care about. To the debate you want to be part of. This is Radio 2SM. If you need help with repairs or maintenance to your strata unit or your commercial building, Network Construction Services could save you a hell of a lot of time and, believe me, a lot of money as well. You might want assistance with things like waterproofing or concrete cancer repairs, which can be a curse. You can find out more by going to networkconstructionservices.com.au or, better still, you can talk to Steve on the telephone if you want to. 98085673. Got it? 98085673. If you'd like more control over how your super is invested, Choice Plus is the Host Plus investment option that puts you in control. Invest directly in the ASX 300 ETFs or term deposits with their easy-to-use online platform, complete with real-time online share trading and the latest market information. More control over how your super is invested. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited, general advice only. Consider the Host Plus PDS and Team D at hostplus.com.au before making a decision. Search Host Plus Choice Plus today.